0: Listening to the New Century Multiverse, The Princess Thieves. Chapter 4 Desperate Measures. Sunday night, six and a half days left.
1: After the children had been moved to new lodgings, Robin felt a broad finger on his shoulder. Scarlet was bearing down on him. She nodded to her chambers and lightly pushed him, still with the same digit, into her private quarters. Not like that. Wash your minds out. This is supposed to be serious. Inside, Robin, nonetheless, hopped up on the bed with a broad grin.
0: Shall we begin?
1: Ugh, he's just as bad as you are. In response, Scarlet, whom I like, frowned at the dwarf and patted him on the head theatrically.
2: This is serious, Robin. Told you. We're running out of money. Still? yes. Yeah, surprisingly not all that much has changed since yesterday when you brought me the pickings from the Marquis and I told you thank you. More like that and definitely no more workers, please. We can't afford them.
0: You may have been speaking into my bad ear. Yeah?
2: Stop being a prick and grow up.
0: I'm not apologising for bringing you those children, I couldn't let them spend another night in that place.
2: I know. Do you have any idea how wretched I feel having to say this to you? How counter to my nature it is? You get to go play hero while I'm left frantically spinning plates trying to give these gutter snipes a life worth living.
0: Yes, it's almost like we're married.
2: It's not at all like that. Take your boots off my bed. Today we had to kill two members of the Knives who were infiltrating the Hackney Wool Mill disguised as our workers. They were sniffing around for information. They've started to copy our moves and their factories are outstripping ours. If I keep giving these children a decent wage, we remain at a permanent tactical disadvantage. And we need to balance this. I've got my eye on some shipping contracts, so we can move more product. But if we're looking to pants on them before the knives, we have to act fast. And that is going to cost.
0: So we need a sudden large cash injection.
2: That would be very nice.
0: And if we don't get it?
2: A lot of hungry children. A lot of our factories closed down and the knives get the contracts and our factories.
0: Right, that is bad.
2: We need something low-key, but high-yield.
0: Rather like your good self. I
2: swear I could crush your skull like a melon.
0: Relax, Scarlet. I have a particular love for big ladies.
2: You kind of have to from down there. Last I checked, you weren't that fussy.
0: You have something lined up?
2: Of course I do. Look here. Sophia Beaverbrook, Duchess of Wellington.
0: A human duchess. Very nice.
2: She's at the Ambassador's Ball in Kensington this coming Thursday between 8 and midnight. Word from her personal dresser is she's chosen not to wear the White Heart.
0: You want me to steal a necklace?
2: With a diamond the size of a gonad.
0: knew you were going to get to fence that.
2: Actually, nobody. Jewels I can normally move, but this thing is so special and so recognisable, it makes it too dangerous to sell on. The only person who would want it to the tune of what it's worth, is the Duchess herself.
0: So we ransom it to her. I suppose if she doesn't pay up, we start shaving bits off and sending her engagement rings.
2: Oh, she'll pay. And I have a network we can pass it through that will ensure it's not traced to us. I can trust every one of these people. If
0: she has the means to pay for it, why not just cut out the middleman and steal the gold directly?
2: Because you will need to be swift of foot and quiet as a mouse. You can't do that if you're jingling and jangling. You'll be in and out inside of three minutes and you will leave the gold. She can deliver that to a place of our choosing herself later. We won't be greedy. We just need enough for the shipping contracts and a little extra to keep our workers going for three months. Give us all some breathing room. And if she or that oath of a husband attempt to follow the trail back to us, we will subtly imply that her priceless collection of perfumes are going to be snatched from her bedroom and poured out over her prize-winning roses.
0: Check bloody mate. You really have thought about all of this, haven't you?
2: That's all I do. Plan. Think. Organise. You're my hands.
0: What do you like to do with your hands when you're tired and aching for a hard day's organizing?
2: Like a melon, I swear. Sorry. Diamond, ransom, shipping contracts, and we stay afloat. Happy, busy children, me, relax. You, head intact. Everybody got that? Good.
0: All right, then. I'll take all of this and get to planning and preparation, and I'll run it by you before Thursday night.
2: Oh, Robin? Yes? Don't... bring Oberon. Please?
0: Ah. Because of his problem.
2: We can't afford to have him snatching things that will slow you down or trace back to us. I'm working on that. We have a code. Please
0: don't ask me to exclude him.
2: If you can spend some time getting his impulses under control, we might be able to trust him at a later date. Right now, things are precarious and there's too much that can go wrong here. We can't take the risk. Let him be your getaway driver. Don't let him go in with you.
0: All right, Scarlet. You really do know how to make a fellow feel special.
2: I know. It's one of my gifts.
3: As Robin walked despondently from Scarlet's room, racking his brains for the best terms to counter this personal rejection to his closest friend, the Hulking Aka approached him with a tiny companion.
0: Ah, uh, Lavinia, what's the problem?
3: I don't want to work in
4: the factory.
0: She doesn't want to work in a factory? I'd heard. Why not? It's honest work, you can provide for your family. Do you need help finding them again?
4: They're dead,
3: Mr. Luxley.
0: Oh. Well, what about the other children? It's a nice bunch they have here.
1: I miss my own family. I miss
3: Latvian food. I will work, yes. I will find a job. But I do not wish to stay here.
0: I think I see what you mean, Lavinia. Do you want to know if there are any Latvian families that might take you in? Yes. I was thinking the Dragushas? They're Albanian. Close enough. Those countries are on opposite sides of Europe.
2: They're kind. They lost a son to cholera last November.
0: Ah, yes. Poor little Adon. Can you think
2: of anybody else?
0: Fair point. Lavinia, do you mind going for a bit of a walk? There's one lot who might take you in. No promises, but we trust them.
3: I would walk a thousand years to have my family back. What's a walk through London?
0: Well, quite.
3: The Duarte, the Arca, and the human child stole through the quiet, moonlit streets, dodging the watchmen and staying in the shadows. Eventually, they reached a point on the Thames occupied by many moored barges. They located the one painted with bright yellow mountain flowers, and Robin lightly rapped on the hatch. A female voice sounded from within, and after a moment the hatch opened, and a man with a salt-and-pepper moustache and a quizzical expression stood in the lamplight. Vogel, A woman hoved into view and stood with her arms folded, glaring at them. Her face was worn and lined, and her hair was greying, but her eyes were bright. Dulldere! Have you reprobates any idea what time it is? Huh?
0: He's a v- t- 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 I know, and we're awfully sorry, but this couldn't wait. You see, this girl
1: is getting cold, <sighs> same as I am. All of you, inside now. Ideni, Brenda, you, Kroemath watch yourself. My ceiling is still cracked.
2: Yes, ma'am.
1: Good boy. Now, Ideni, Brenda, ulupost. Come on. Now we need to get you some grosh, hmm, and some book media. Here you go, girl. Hi there. Ulo. Thank you. Hmm? You two want? What is it? It's bean soup.
2: Well, what is it now?
1: <laughs> ah, you're funny. Big thing that breaks ceilings. Eat your soup. And then join. join. Keep your big mouth busy.
2: Yes,
0: ma'am. This is Lavinia. Lavinia, if I recall correctly, that is... Skender? Min bruma kukla. That is, uh. And tell me. Yetmir? Correct. Monsieur de Lavinia. The beautiful young lady over there is Teuta.
4: Hi there.
0: And we should keep our voices down because Ahab and Annabelle are sleeping in those bunks.
1: Very good party trick.
0: And this must be Teuta's even more gorgeous little sister, Da Shuria.
1: I am her mother, child. Her nona. Now, what do you
0: want, Bory Vogel? D'Achurie, thank you for inviting us into your home. I shall get straight to the point. Lavinia here has found herself short of a workhouse.
1: I see. Here, you two scan me. Have some more bread. Hmm? Yeah, I'm a book, come
0: on. She doesn't wish to continue working in factories.
1: Hmm. What do you need, girl? Hmm? Pardon. I need... Sky. You work on a boat before? No, but I can learn. Hmm. You help sell in market? Absolutely.
0: She's really very hard working. I saw.
1: Eh, enough from you, Mr. Talkie. Let the girl speak. Pissy catch. I'll shut up. Are you to Egyptian? You are Albanian? Latvian. Eh. It'll do. You can have the lowest bunk. It's the only empty one.
4: <laughs> really?
1: Of course, Samra. Your eyes are tired, so finish your soup. Get yourself to sleep.
3: Tomorrow, we have much work for you. All this thank you. The child put down her bow carefully and embraced the woman's midriff. scapper Seppi, you're welcome. Darshuria nodded to Robin.
1: This one. this one will be alright, I think. Now come on, you lay down.
3: Go get some rest. By the time the thieves left the barge, they'd eaten twice their fill of white bean soup, and Lavinia was curled up under a wool blanket, listening to the water slapping against the hull, and still cradling Veronica, the purloined doll. Her arms.
4: Eight years previously, young Gwendolen roamed the hallways of Buckingham Palace, creeping as stealthily as she could in and out of rooms. As she passed the staff, she held a finger to her lips. They must not give her location away. The only time she had permitted them to intervene was when she descended the stairs, when she was obliged to hold the hand of an adult. This, of course, caused her some consternation, but the indoor sled incident with the large serving tray had prompted this firm order from Coriolanus. It was intended, of course, for her protection, though it felt more like a punishment. She sidled into the library, extending her toes to creep across the carpeted floor, lowering her head to scan under tables and peer behind chairs. Eventually, she sank into one of these and closed her eyes, breathing in the scent of the rich leather and the hundreds of thousands of old pages that surrounded her. Then she caught it tiniest traces of an exotic perfume. One eye opened and she rose once more. Viola was definitely in this room. Gwendolyn didn't have a particularly well-developed sense of smell, but she had a head on her shoulders and used what clues were available. And as she had traversed the halls, the thought occurred to her that, out of sight, didn't necessarily preclude detection through her other faculties. What she wasn't was patient. Several minutes more of circling the library and no sign of Viola, and she found herself standing in the centre of the room.
3: I'm going to go down to the kitchens and see if they might make me a little smackerel of something. You carry on hiding. Oh for goodness sake. <laughs> I knew it! I'm over here.
1: Where? Here. Behind the books? In a manner of speaking. Is it... Are you in a
3: secret room? Yes. I don't know whether to be furious with you for cheating or tremendously excited. Can't you be both?
1: Yes, it would appear I can. Anyway, it's not cheating. We said anywhere you can reach. Well, how can I reach you? You see the fireplace? Lower skirting board panel. There's a catch back there. You wouldn't see it if you looked. Or if you were cleaning. But slide your fingers into that alcove on the right. How did you find this? I was lying under that chair waiting for you. And the sunlight fell on the fireplace. I saw the catch in the shadows down there. Is this it? You found me! Oh, That's wonderful! Can I get in there too? Yes. Come on in. I had a bit of a fright when I tried to pull the case mostly shut, and it properly shut. Fortunately, the inside lever works just fine. This isn't a room. I know.
3: It's a tunnel. We need to come back here with a lamp. That isn't like you, Viola. You should be scolding me and sending me back to my nice safe bedroom. Are you completely out of your mind, girl? This is a secret tunnel. Secret tunnel? What's this little plate here? There's words. Franz Nordstrom, 1823. The architect. Oh, Viola, it's just like Journey to the Centre of the Earth. I don't think I've ever been more excited and scared of anything in my whole life. I. Oh. Ugh.
1: Is, is your head hurting again? Ugh. We should go and rest. We should do no such thing. We need a lamp right now. No, you're in pain. But. I have a job to fulfill. Viola. Gwendolyn. Don't make me sleep, you. It's dusty
3: you <sighs> oh, right When I'm better, can we come back in here please?
1: I promise. We shall pack a lunch and bring two lamps and I will take you as far as we can go where I'm convinced you're not in immediate danger. But you must do as I tell you and if I say we go back, we go back. Deal? Deal. All right, then.
0: You have been listening to The Princess Thieves. Written, edited, and produced by Alex Shaw, with a full cast. Narrator 1, Scarlet Wilhelmina and Teuta, performed by Sharon Shaw, Viola and Dashuria, performed by Loretta Saylor, Princess Gwendolyn, performed by Theo Lee, Robin and Skender, performed by Alex Shaw, Oberon, performed by Matt Wardle, Yetmir, performed by Spencer Lieb, and Lavinia, performed by Willow Shaw. The Princess Thieves theme was Arrival by I. Sazanoff of Shockwave Sound. Mist, Heavy Heart, and Angevin composed and performed by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Many soundscapes provided by Tabletop Audio. The New Century Multiverse is funded by Patreon, and our $15 sponsors get credit every episode, so thank you to Aaron LeCluze, Abel Savard, Angus Lee, Benjamin Hoffer, Brian Novak, Cassandra Newman, Chris Finnick, Christopher Wolf, Kieran Datchler, Connor Kennedy, Dan Mayer, Daniel Salguero, Dan Hepner, Dave Hickman, David Sheely, Duran Barnett, Finbar Nicole, Frankie Punzi, Greg Downing, Jamis Enright, Jesse Ferguson, Joe Crow, Joel Robinson, Johan Clayson, Joe G., Josh Waster, Kat Esman, Kevin Vahey, Lorraine Chisholm, Marty Huey, Matthew A. Siebert, Matthew Webb, Michael Haskell, Robbie Crow, Sarah Montgomery, Tim Rosensky, Timothy Green, Toby Jungius, Tom Painter, Trey Contreras, and Valencia Burns. And the correct pronunciation of Hackney is Hackney, and Kensington is Kensington.